0: Sister's Guide to Teens Through the Ages. I am Riley Smirled. I'm Sydney McElroy.
1: And I'm Taylor Smirled.
0: Uh,
2: Sisters, I have brought to you, uh, much like your trusty pet animal, cat usually, mm-hmm. in my experience, uh, bringing you some sort of um, expired creature to your door that you wish they didn't, but they're very proud of. I think that's um,
1: pretty exclusively a cat thing. <laughs> I think I'd be pretty freaked out if my goldfish one day
2: just had like... <laughs> A dead mouse in its ball, like, look what I did. Do, do birds do that? I feel like birds would do yeah, that. Maybe. They're kind of scary. <laughs>
1: it's a bug. I got you a big old bug. All right, sorry, but go ahead.
2: So, what 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 death decaying thing have you brought us? <laughs> uh, I, I bring you the remnants of the day from Twitter. I've been oh, searching twitter for for things for us to talk about, and there's so much going on besides the fact that Keanu Reeves has a girlfriend and i'm I just want to mention that because I'm so happy for him
1: yeah and the internet is is impressed because she is age appropriate i and I'm not in no way sliding I'm very also invested in Keanu Reeves happiness but I like that this is a thing that's like newsworthy like a male celebrity has a girlfriend and she's only nine years younger than him he deserves all the accolades
2: yes I know it is it is sad that that's the story when because I think people felt the need to justify why they want to talk about it but like no one needs to front we're all on the same page Keanu Reeves' happiness is very important to all of us. Mm-hmm. We all remember how sad he was on that bench that day with that sandwich and we've all been worried about him since then and then he's so good in John Wick, he's so angry and sad, but so good, but so angry and sad we just want him to be okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I she, get it.
1: She <laughs> seems like a cool smart, talented artsy lady, so, so good for him.
2: I'm just, I hope they're both very happy and I I will now follow this relationship very closely. It's a lot of pressure. Just let them have their space, man. <laughs> I won't. I won't. I don't really. If it doesn't pop up immediately when I open Twitter, I don't know what's happening in the world. So I actually won't go searching for that information. But I'm just glad that it's in there in my
0: brain. You it's know? the first celebrity relationship Sydney has followed closely. I
2: think <laughs> the, so. It, it would be the first <laughs> and only celebrity relationship I ever cared about uh also everybody's talking about who they want to sit next to on a plane what musician if you if you're stuck on a plane next to a musician who would it be
0: why is that so many people are talking about I don't. it's twitter man
2: i don't know why people this is this is both what i don't understand and why i will never disengage from twitter i know that a lot of people like to do that that's fine everybody should do them i'll never disengage from twitter because i open it and i'm like why is everybody talking about what musician they want to sit next to on a plane? That's weird. Well, I got to find out about this. And that's just Twitter all over.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: I mean, I get like, what musician would you want to hear sing or perform or be able to ask questions? But the thing about airplanes are, is no one should talk to anybody and definitely no one should sing. So I don't personally know what musician brings the most snacks and readily shares them. So I have no answer.
2: Jimmy Buffett. Oh, well, okay. Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle? Yes.
0: To get those glee stories? Yeah, that's all I really want. Just like from her early days in Spring Awakening with Jonathan Groff. Inside Scoop on Glee.
2: That's it. Would you be able to ask? No. Cuz that was part of why I picked Jimmy Buffett is that I've met him and so I'm no. kind of cheating because I would feel like, "Hey, you I'm don't, there's no way you'll remember me." <laughs> but
0: <laughs> we've met. <laughs> and can I talk to you now? And he's just so chill, he would say yes. I am like one degree of separation away from meeting Leah Michelle, and I've thought about many times if the situation were to ever arise, how I would act, and I, d- I don't think I'd be able to say anything.
1: I mean, you know, I guess I've heard stories from friends that have like worked with Joan Jett that she's really chill and <clears> like cool. So I like that is more like, as much as I love Joan Jet, there's also that aspect where I don't think I could actually talk to her, but the possibility of a conversation happening because of her chillness makes makes maybe the the candidate that i would go with
2: well that's i mean that's part of the problem with this question is that like there are some people like like there's my my teenage heart says like rivers cuomo but like you know he doesn't want to talk to whoever's next to him on the plane and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be the one to to break that break that silence and be like I'm gonna force you to talk to me now
1: (laughs) you try to talk to Rivers Cuomo and he excuses himself he goes into the first class bathroom and he doesn't come out for the length of the entire
2: flight that's what happens that is what I assume would happen and I don't want to do that to him because I respect him as an artist so I would just sit there in in shock for the entire time, I mean, I would be so, and I wouldn't want to move. I would just and not take up too much room, so that I he wouldn't think like how rude my my the person sitting next to me is taking up too much space. I I would not be able to function. Well, I get it. Rivers Cuomo is notoriously somewhat reclusive from the limelight. That I that see. is important to know here. I think. Thank that you informs for this. explaining.
0: I just wasn't going
2: to ask. He Weezer is where he's from. Okay, the band Weezer. I know that one. Okay. I know that word. <laughs> but he—I he, I, at least my perception of him is that he d- would not want to talk with a stranger on a plane, that that would not be his bag. Uh, you
1: now, Andrew W.K., I bet he'd talk to you on a plane. I think he'd give you a sermon on a plane.
2: See, that'd be pretty cool, somebody who would do most of the talking so I wouldn't have to come up with the topics.
1: I think I would just say, hey, Andrew <laughs> W.K., I'm having a hard time. Could you give me some advice? And that would be two hours. <laughs>
2: uh the the only other celebrity news i have for you the only other twitter news i have for you is that um robert pattinson is learning jujitsu for the batman and Who I tr- is
0: he going to be in the batman
2: he's going to be the batman the titular batman i see i uh looked i tried to look at the pictures of robert pattinson doing jujitsu i won't lie i'm sorry i did <laughs> You wanted to see Robert Pattinson doing jujitsu? I sure did. I'm sorry. Both Why? Harry Potter and Twilight. Excuse me. Yes. Okay. Uh, but they were on Instagram, and like the link took me there, and then I didn't know how to find him on Instagram because we're not like friends on there or whatever, and so I didn't know how to. Not that's friends. not how Instagram works. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to get there, so I never saw him. But they're out there somewhere, internet.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, that's a that's a star-studded cast for the Bat Band coming up, right?
2: Uh, Colin Farrell is the penguin
1: that's not who I would that's not who I would assume or think of first off but okay
2: no. that's a, that is one hot penguin I know I was gonna say I'm, I'm go- now I'm gonna find there will be a time in my life where I go well now I'm sexually attracted to the penguin from Batman <laughs> <laughs> so there's that
1: I, I don't know I'm, uh, I'm a little upset Danny DeVito is still out there and doing great stuff why didn't they just hit
2: him up again Like I don't know uh, Zoe Kravitz is gonna be Catwoman So, yes, please. Thank you. Thank you very uh, much. I I I love all of this. I will be very excited to see this.
0: I found Robert Pattinson's Instagram. I think this is Robert Pattinson's Instagram. It's at Robert Pattinson official. But I don't think it's actually run by him because the bio is just photos of actor hashtag Robert Pattinson. This seems like a fan thing. There are no photos of him doing jujitsu. But one of the most recent ones is just a picture of him as Cedric Diggory. And the caption is just hashtag TBT. (laughs) for throwback thursday i find that very amusing Uh, he doesn't have an instagram it seems to me
2: well then i don't who knows these pictures are
0: nowhere they're nowhere twitter also twitter
2: lied for the first time ever
0: well a lie appeared on on social media oh no i'm sorry that's facebook i like that if you type in robert pattinson the first thing that comes up is robert pattinson jiu-jitsu
1: a lot of people are thirsty for those pictures, apparently,
2: so you're not alone. Uh, listen, I know people like to joke about Twilight, but it was great, and I'm sorry. Watch him in the movies and
0: tell me you don't agree with me.
1: Did well, you see we, these? We will.
0: <laughs> there he is. He's doing jujitsu. If you look up Robert Jiu jujitsu on Google Images, it's the first picture that comes up. I could have Googled. That's, yeah. Didn't think about that. That's kind of your fault there.
2: I'm very good at researching science, not so much people, like celebrity people. Uh, so <laughs> other things that that the Internet has brought to me recently are um, BuzzFeed articles, because the, the Facebook is good at surfacing those. Um, those and lies about politics, I yes. guess. That's Facebook for you. BuzzFeed articles about the 90s. And lies about political candidates. That's what Mark
0: Zuckerberg wanted.
2: That was his. That is what he's brought.
0: That's what that movie was about. <laughs> the <laughs> right Social Network. Mm-hmm.
2: It was yes. about. I. I really want to spread political lies and Buzzfeed articles. <laughs> yeah, easier. Was Buzzfeed probably was it a thing yet? Probably not. Uh,
0: that is how it became a thing. Yeah, did Mark any- Zuckerberg was like, "How do I get weird quizzes at the same time as like uh, pictures of funny tweets and also like." somewhat news media and dangerous
2: dangerous democracy threatening lies yeah is
1: that worse or better than the real reason that it was created which was to rank his female classmates
2: i i have no answer for (laughs) that it's all i know it's all it's all bad oh it's all it's all bad that's okay sometimes it's it's all bad it's just bad (laughs) it's just bad uh yeah. Did you I, I know I, for a second, I want to I want to talk about this. But um, like on Halloween, it was Halloween and the the, the House was voting on the impeachment inquir- inquiry to move forward. And at the same time, like the New York Times published uh, an open letter written by Aaron Sorkin to Mark Zuckerberg about his about the First Amendment and undermining democracy. And it was just a weird day. Right. It's just a weird, it's a weird day. It's just a weird day. It's just a weird day. You know,
0: (laughs) I'm just saying Uh, Uh. (laughs) I kind of forgot about Mark Zuckerberg for a while and he's really wanted to remind everyone about himself and he did it in the worst way possible. Mm.
2: Boy, he just can't not be a jerk there, can he? Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: I guess if you wanted a good Halloween scare, well, like oh no, e- evil corporate conglomerates and the uh, overthrow of our government,
2: like I don't know, there's a lot, there's a lot to be spooked about on Halloween. Woohoo! Ooh, twenty nineteen. Um, but no, this article though, it's not scary or serious, so we'll talk about that instead. Yeah, uh, it was a, it was. Expanding on a topic that we very briefly touched on in our live show, which is uh, the Visco girl, Visco, mm-hmm. not V S C O, Visco. Yes. And uh, what what that would have looked like in the late nineties, I believe this article was an attempt to translate for me, for everyone who's over the age of like. Twenty three. Yes. To translate what uh, what visco means in your in your language, old 90s lady, <laughs> here's what it means for you. And so I, I read it and it was just a bunch of things, uh, just a list of like it was not it did not have like a, a deep description of these things. It was just a bunch of pictures of things, mm-hmm. um, as many of these lists tend to be. And I. I I do not feel like I understand Visco much more than I did before, because it was a list of everything that encompassed everything about any teenager in the '90s. I feel like,
0: like I had a problem with this list. Like what? What are some?
2: Well, okay, some hits. So we start off with. Uh, well, first of all, before we do that, uh, Riley, would you like us to give us a brief definition of the Visco girl?
0: Sure. Um, so Visco is the name of a photo sharing platform, kind of like Instagram, Mm -hmm. except it's more for like, uh, photography sharing, I would say. So it's not as much like, here's a profile of all my life and my pictures and stuff. And there aren't, you know, it's not a social Mm -hmm. media platform in the sense of like likes and followers and stuff as much. I think those things exist, but that's not its purpose. It's just for like sharing photography you've done. Um, that is where the name comes from visco girls the the thing i guess visco mm-hmm. girl is like a person who enjoys scrunchies and Birkenstocks and hydro flasks and oversized t-shirts and um like puka shell necklaces and best friend bracelets made out of like yarn and hemp and stuff which
2: i mean in part i think my confusion with this list is that what you just described is a fairly 90s look
0: yes very much so.
2: Like, if you if you take away the hydro flask.
0: Yeah. Because you we, we weren't lucky enough to
2: have them in the 90s. No. You just replace it with a Nalgene bottle.
1: I feel like that was a 2000s thing.
2: I don't know, though. No. No, you're right. Nalgene was 2000s. Not, was I don't the... know what that is.
1: It was more of a, I'm a fancy person. <laughs> I have a Nalgene water bottle. I, I, I had a friend get me one once, and I was like, no, this is, I don't want, this is, This is of the bourgeois. I don't want to be a part
2: of this. (laughs) No, it was uh, the, according to this list, it was the Nike squirty water bottle. Mm. The one, like, you can toss your head back and
0: squirt it into your mouth like you're a big, a a big sporto. Yeah, whenever (laughs) I have, like, college (laughs) classes with student athletes, they always come in with those water bottles and, like, waterfall them into their own mouths. And I don't know why they're so intense about it. Like, I'm in, like, an intro political science class, and then all these just freshman college athletes come in water falling their own nike water bottles into their mouth it's the gatorade commercials yeah it it makes you think you have to
2: drink intensely when you do sports
0: (laughs) yeah i never drank that intensely maybe that's why i was never very good at sports
1: i feel like those bottles are designed to be consumed only intensely though it's not like you can really like you kind of have to do a full head tilt with that that's just part of the design
2: that's the see we you know Uh, old people worry so much about the effect of violence in movies and video games on young people and what that's going to do to their behaviors and really they should be worried about gatorade commercials teaching youth to drink too intensely
0: it's really dangerous they're going to get overhydrated like a
2: cactus there's squirt water everywhere yeah uh this list contained some uh, many things that of course were popular in the 90s i'm not arguing the validity of these things mm-hmm. it's just it, it'd be like saying like um like you know this band now that everybody likes well what, what would they be like in the 90s and it'd be like well you know like pop music in the 90s they're sort of like that it's mm-hmm. like well you mean all of pop music yeah. so they're like all of pop music that's what this list felt like so like the first thing was like a, those adidas slide sandals
0: mm-hmm.
2: fair i I think I had a I either had a pair or I had a knockoff pair I may have had a knockoff pair actually I
0: remember that it's more I
2: economically sound I remember them being popular
1: but I feel like I associated those more with like jocks with sporty kids I feel like you had them because you you played soccer
2: I did that's where I wore them I because I would wear them with socks
0: Yeah, that's kind of the thing is like you're going to your game or whatever. You don't know where, like your cleats, your good tennis shoes. So you wear your sandals with your socks and then switch out after the game. Mm -hmm. Um, That was an athlete thing.
2: They talk about burning incense sticks that smelled like cool water or CK1. I definitely burned those incense sticks. I will say that that was very 90s. And there Mm were some things on this list that I know were me. And now when I took the quiz, I got Mm e-girl. So I don't know. I still don't get that. I don't know if this is representative of an e-girl than more of a, than a visco girl, but like they talk about those uh, gauzy mosquito net thingies that you could put over your bed, like mm-hmm. canopy slash mosquito net combo. So badly, I had one of those. I had. They talk about like the celestial print, like sun moon star print bedding. I not only did I have that, but Taylor, you may remember this. I had a crate in my room that mom decoupaged. Mm-hmm. A bunch of those things onto.
1: Yeah. Oh no. You had a whole theme. You had like a mm-hmm. a border. Mm-hmm. That. Yep. So that was the time period where every room had to have a decorative border in it.
2: <laughs> I had a wallpaper border with like like an astrological looking wallpaper mm-hmm. border, mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the glow in the dark stars on my ceiling. I don't know. Are these visc These don't seem
0: visco. I- from what I understand, Visco now is just like I mean, it's like you said it's just basic. <laughs> it is. It's just like the typical standard basic teenage female.
2: Well, and like they do include in this list like uh using Bath and Body Works body spray. Mhm. But I
0: thought everybody did that. I, I mean, I did that growing up. Yeah. That was just because they had like the most the widest variety of tasty smells. Yes. Then they all were like shiny and, and pink. I think I would That was about it. Yeah.
1: I would buy it more if they had picked a specific flavor of Bath and Body and said this was the one.
2: But And see the, yeah, well, and it would have been what, like plumeria? Would it have been? Why? That was my scent. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. I feel like everybody had either plumeria or that cucumber one. Mm, that's true. Yeah, I
0: was more of a sweet pea girl. Mm. That was my my scent. Uh, I
2: my, I don't remember what my original one was. It, they get they discontinued it. It was something purple. Twilight Forest. Midnight Path, Midnight is, Path. was the one they were repl- they replaced it with something called Midnight Path, and that's the one that I use later. But I don't remember what the it was. Another purple thing is what it originally was.
1: Wasn't it freesia?
2: No, I didn't use Freesia, mm. or did know. I?
1: Was it Freesia? I thought you did. I don't know.
2: Maybe it was Freesia.
1: False memory. I'm not sure.
2: It could be. It could. It could have been. Well, and they talk about the people also used to like to use the Victoria's Secret pear Glossé body lotion, which I do remember people having, but I didn't. I mean, Victoria's Secret—that was for the grown-ups.
0: That's for the women. <laughs> That was not, I was a kid. I was a, I was a, I was a child. A lad.
2: <laughs> a um, wee one. And cargo pants. See? Like that, how does this, the wide leg cargo, cargo pants, how does this all go together? These are just lots of different, I, I don't know. I mean, I love cargo pants. I wore them. A lot. Mm-hmm. They were great. Mm-hmm. With tank tops? Are you kidding me? What a great look. Well. And Vans? Well, big cargo pants, all ragged at the bottom, kind of muddy and dirty, torn up, a pair of vans and a little tank top. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'd wear one of those little beanies, too.
0: That's a really good look you're mm-hmm. describing, Sid. Hemp necklace, some FEMO beads. Mm-hmm.
1: But that's not, I mean, I just don't think that any of these are cohesive one one kind of person. I don't, one kind of girl. I feel like a lot of it, too, is like... I don't know. We feel the need to quantify and then the next step judge teenage girls a lot. And this yes. kind of stuff is just more of that. Because, as you know, for the stuff that's today, I'm not a kid today. So I don't know if this stuff is disparaging or not or is like all over the place. But this list that you're reading, opposite, is very much like that's just a lot of inter- varied interests that different people could have in different combinations.
2: I agree. I think we are starting to get to the the core problem with, like, if you try to define this too strongly and break it down um, and identify with it. One is we can't because we're old.
1: Well, yeah. (laughs) But even the idea, like, the the term, if it's so, uh, it's coming from a photo sharing website where people are more trying to share artistic photos and not just, like, this is what I ate today and here's a selfie. Mm Mm-hmm. That sounds like that's a cool thing. Like whatever your gender is, if you're a part of, like, where you remove the the whole like social popularity aspect and just have art. Like, why is that a something attached to like a derivative? Like, oh, this is just
0: it's one of those girls. <laughs> I will say it's always been more obscure to me. Like a like how for a while when I was in like middle school, everyone started getting Twitter, but not everyone had a Tumblr. Tumblr mm-hmm. was former like the the artsier people i knew um visco has been like a, everyone got instagram at the same time but visco is for the more artistic it's more niche niche yeah um edgy people well
2: let's let's break this down further but before we do
0: that let's check the group message
2: uh first of all sisters still buffering is sponsored in part this week by hello Fresh. so cooking can be hard mm-hmm. and you don't know what to make and you don't want it to take forever, and you don't know like if you have the right ingredients or what you're gonna need, or if you're gonna buy too much of something and then not use it, and you wanna try new things, but you don't even know where to start, and HelloFresh can help you out by making cooking delicious uh, meals at home, a reality, regardless of how comfortable you are in the kitchen and how prepared you are, and what you know, what you know how to cook. There's something for everyone. There are family recipes. There are vegetarian recipes. They have a fun menu series, things like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers. And it's really easy to change your delivery days, your food preferences. If you're going to go out of town for a week and you need to make sure you don't deliver a box of food to your house when you're not there, uh, they can take care of all that for you. It's really easy to use, and then the ingredients are all there. They're all pre-proportioned. You won't have a bunch of stuff left over. The directions are super easy to follow. They've got pictures, which is great.
0: What's better than pictures?
2: And uh, you can make yourself and uh, your family or your friends, your loved ones or not loved ones, whoever you're cooking for, you can make them delicious food right there at home and and feel good about what you cooked and what you ate and, and tried something new maybe. So, Taylor, if our listeners want to check out HelloFresh, what should they do? Well,
1: for a limited time only, you can get nine free meals with HelloFresh. So, you can go to HelloFresh.com slash StillBuffering9 and enter StillBuffering9. That's nine free meals from HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash StillBuffering. Use code StillBuffering9. Nine free meals. That's a lot.
0: Uh, I want to talk to you about Native deodorant because this week, still buffering is also brought to you in part by Native Um, Native contains simple ingredients that you understand. So you know everything that's in your deodorant that, you know, that less is more. Just, you know, what's going in your pits, you know, what you're putting on your body, which I think is always good when it comes to makeup or body products. No one to know what's going in there. And you can do that with Native. Um, and they also come in a wide variety of enticing scents for all people. And they release new limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year. We're coming up on the holiday season. You know, get those those holiday scents as we're getting into the colder months. Holiday maybe, pits? Is that maybe what you're gonna you say could Have pits? I I'm not exactly sure what these seasonal scents are, but maybe you could have pits that smell like peppermint or gingerbread. Um, you holiday pro- cheer. <laughs> you probably shouldn't guess. I'm I'm just like you know these are my suggestions for you native as someone who enjoys holiday scents. These are my holiday suggestions. Um, and they also have an unscented formula and a baking soda free formula if that's what you're looking for. And they offer free returns and exchanges in the USA. So, you know, can exchange your scent and return it if you want for free. Um, I really like native the best smelling deodorant I've ever used on my pits. Definitely the one with the most natural and, uh, fewest amount of ingredients. Um so I know everything that's going in there and I smelled like coconut vanilla all day. It's delightful. It did smell great. It smells great. Um so Taylor, if our listeners want to check out Native, what should they do?
1: Well, for 20% off your first purchase, you can visit nativedeodorant.com and use our promo code buffering during checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com, get
2: 20% off your first purchase, use promo code buffering. So I think I think we were hitting on something that is is deeply like rooted in all these conversations about things like visco girls and e girls, and then the other kind of girl is a soft girl, which like they talk in this in, quiz. Yeah, um, they they talk about how people used to have all those like picture frames with feather bows around them. I figure that must be a soft girl thing, mm-hmm. um, although I still don't really know. Uh, and uh, and really, what they're it is, like you said, it's a way of, of categorizing and then in some ways, like, minimizing the interests of largely, I would say, teenage girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say teenagers in general, you know, of, of all genders fall victim to this. But I, I think, you know, we were joking earlier about Twilight, but, I mean, definitely I think the stuff that is more stereotypically associated with teenage girls, gets hit the hardest. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of this stuff is just, I mean, there were, so like they talk about how like Fiona Apple was so big then. Or like the TV show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And it's like, so are we making fun of teenage girls because they liked good TV and good movies? Or I mean, good music? Is that then... Can you believe that? They liked a good TV show and some good music.
1: Well, and those are just so different things, too. Like, I happen to like both of those, but there's, you know, how much overlap is there between Adidas sandals and being able to judge that Fiona Apple is quality music? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the connection point there.
2: Well, and they talk about, like, uh, Visco girls of the late 90s love to play in 64 who didn't love to play N64? I mean like, what do you mean? I mean, everybody loved Nintendo 64. Right? Yeah, it wasn't just me. No, I we, we both loved it. Or Game Boy Colors? Yeah. Everybody had pagers, everybody liked Romeo and Juliet, that movie with Claire Danes and Leonardo I DiCaprio. That film. See? Young people still like it today. Um, Now, Bucket Hats. Bucket Hats might be a more... uh, They have come back.
0: Really? Yes. (gasps) Are you serious? If I had to categorize it into one of the three categories, I would probably also put it into the visco girl category. If I had to. Bucket Hats are back? Yes. Are you going to get one? I have them. I just Are you going to wear
2: them? I'm going to wear them now. I love bucket hats. i go
0: to Disney and Sydney's just going to be wearing bucket hats the whole
2: time. I still have a bucket hat that
0: I got at Rainforest Cafe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that says Rainforest Cafe on it. Does it? You got it at Rainforest Cafe and it says Rainforest Cafe on it? It was my favorite hat for so long. And you can wear
2: it again. I can wear it. And I'll be cool though, and like I could wear Hydra One, but now I can wear it and be cool. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> well, I don't. I mean, I feel like this goes to like a, a a deeper understanding when we look at like how we quantify women through the ages, where it's we need to call quali- like what what kind of woman are you like that's not you know like what category do you fall into so i know how to treat you mm-hmm. and i mean we have the archetypes of like you know the the innocent the bombshell the the ingenue like th- these kind of terms that it's like dudes don't really get put into those categories but that's because you can objectify something that you can stereotype
2: um that's true. That's true. I think I think there those the, there may be some generalities for that for guys, but not to the extent that that women do for sure. Um,
1: yeah, not saying. And it I, I think
2: that's yeah. I think I think when like on this list, it talks about all late nineties girls had a uh, Spice Girl they identified with, which I will not say was true for me necessarily. You don't
0: identify with any of them.
2: I I was not a huge Spice Girls fan. Wow. And also, no, I didn't identify with any of them. I didn't Mm. feel like I was like any of them quite encapsulated me. Well, that's
1: also kind of funny because each Spice Girl was supposed to represent a very different kind of girl. So it's like, okay, great. So that's a whole bunch of different. They literally were based around types. There was a sporty (laughs) one and there was a posh
2: one. Come on. I guess if I was closest to one of them, it would be scary. Okay, I guess that's good. It
1: all right? Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I always liked Ginger, but that was just because her hair was cool. I probably hair was
0: very
2: cool.
1: Retroactively, I think I probably just thought she was really pretty.
2: (laughs) I can I realize that now. (laughs) Uh, That was true. That's true. Um. No, but I think I think that's very true. And like, this is just the latest way to like, I think the the VSCO girl is, I don't know, I, I, I still think it seems just sort of like what the the preppy popular girl was. Mm-hmm. It was just the most popular. Like if you distilled the the coolest things that teenage girls were into back then, that looks kind of like what
0: that is now. I will say preppy is very different than popular, though. I feel like there was a lot more overlap back in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, preppy is a very distinct thing, at least in my experience mm. growing up. Very much like, oh, the the Vera Bradley backpack matching lunchbox set, like wearing like your boat shoes, your Sperry's, mm. your vineyard vines, stuff like that. Like the pastel colors and the girls always dressing nice and wearing their pearls and guys wearing like boat shoes and khaki shorts
2: well i also feel like a lot of these looks too are a lot more um like they talk about the the makeup on here dark nail polish was a thing and like frosted lips Mm -hmm. that are sometimes overly lined Mm -hmm. um skinny eyebrows and like the the makeup of the 90s i feel like was a little more uniformed Mm -hmm. like everybody kind of got into the same trends Whereas now, I feel like a lot of these looks. When I was trying to figure out Visco versus E Girl versus Soft Girl, it seemed like the the makeup was a very big piece of it, because they're yeah. all distinct makeup looks, is my right. understanding.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, if we're like generalizing and, and continuing to paint this like picture yeah. of like a standard right. general well, image I- of this category, then yeah,
2: are they overly exaggerated because of social media?
0: yeah i mean is that is
2: that maybe why we're like overly exaggerating these archetypes in a way that i i don't i feel like things were more blended before yeah like this this list is like every girl from the 90s right
0: well yeah but also i mean do you just think that because you weren't being exposed on the internet to people from other places and it was just in, in your high school experience, everyone you were around did all these things, and maybe in other areas. So is it the chicken or the egg? Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, and I think because we lived them, we experienced them as our unique selves, so it seems really weird to retroactively put yourself into a category with things that it's, like, I mean, because the truth behind all of this stuff is, like, it's fun. We We love to, like... It's something we do ourselves when we seek out BuzzFeed quizzes or like personality test quizzes, you know, to like say I can lock something in about myself and that can be true. But I think that the real life experiences is is that you change a lot. And sometimes, you know, it's really freeing to realize you don't have to have one aesthetic or one style or one label that, you know like the full range of it. So for me to look back and be like, no, I wasn't that, but that's because none of us really fit into these categories really tidy. It's something else that society kind of does and says like, oh, this is what you are. It's like, you, we got you in a box now, but, put you away.
2: That's true. That's true. I think that's important to note because we talk a lot about like the way that other people, um, especially I think with young women, will like like we said, categorize them and box them in and give them like, this is your role in society. This is the character that you are. I do think there is, uh, we all have a natural, very human tendency to want to, like, um, figure out our own place in the world by putting ourselves in different groups. Yeah. And, I mean, I think it's the same impulse that makes you take, like, a Hogwarts house quiz, right? Yeah.
0: That's why we like BuzzFeed quizzes so much. Mm-hmm.
2: It's cause so that we can figure out our place in the world in relation to other people. Um, but you got to be careful because, you know, Vonnegut would say that's a grand falloon. You're not really part of that group. It's a fit. Fa- it's a false association. Well, I, no. but it makes you feel safe and comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> it's like sports fans. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's good
1: to to experience the these ideas be- if it helps you learn or expand yourself to find something new out about yourself. I think it's bad when it makes you feel like you have to cut off things from yourself. Like I know, growing up, like I felt like I was a smart girl, so I couldn't be anything like even like self care felt like such a, a thing that I shouldn't take part in, you know, because that was like, like, I don't know, like face masks or like, like a, like a skincare routine. Like, no, 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 I'm a, I'm artistic and I'm intelligent. I don't do those things because that's for, that's, that would make people lose respect for me. It's like, no, it's, you can have, you know, that's just self care.
2: (laughs) That's true. I mean, that, that definitely, um, I, I've, I feel like I've limited myself when I was younger, not as much now Um, because I think as you get older, most of us start to let go of the need to like be part of those Um, to, to you realize how limiting, how it can be defining, but also limiting to have all those kinds of boundaries and labels. Um, Because
0: I mean, in like reality and interacting with other people away from social media and in person, it doesn't really have any sort of impact on anything That's I mean true. like if you if you take a BuzzFeed quiz like oh man I'm a Visco girl and you're like looking at your social media like wow do I look basic do I look like I don't know everyone has told me like yeah you are one of those I'm like well does that does that mean anything like when you're talking to me we having having conversation like it's not like I should tell you before we get started in this intellectual conversation I am a Visco girl do with that information <laughs> what you will but that is important for us to to have these guidelines set out beforehand will you please take this quiz so I can know your place in this in this realm, before we continue, like Be-
2: before we start talking, <laughs> I think it's very important. Hi, I I'm here to interview for your, this position in your company. But before we start, I think it's important that you know I am a Gryffindor.
0: <laughs> so I've noted there's a large <laughs> section on your resume just for your answers and your personality types is defined by various quizzes. um Hi. Can I ask why? I, I'm really glad that you know what type of pie you'd be,
1: but I don't know how this relates to this interview.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I I know. I'm surprised, too. I always saw myself as more of an Anya. I did get Willow, though, so that is, are you comfortable with that in your company? I don't know. (laughs) These are the important questions. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I mean, they don't actually have any bearing on anything you do in life, really, when you're interacting with other people and caring about your day. Like, it, it's not something that enters into any sort of real life situation. So it probably impacts the way you think about yourself and the way you think about how other people see you, especially when you're going through your formative years and your your youth. But, I mean, it also doesn't really mean much of anything. right? Well,
1: I, I think yeah. that's how identity is that's how it works healthfully is that there are the parts of you that you connect to and that you feel you you want to embrace you continue to move forward with and there are always things that you kind of jettison off and adopt new things and that's how you develop you know who you are and it never really stops doing that so you know your quiz answers might change all the time but that doesn't mean that you change as a person
0: i mean it's even something like the fact that i'm bisexual right like that's that's something about me that is part of my personality and my identity but i don't start every conversation with it, it doesn't change how i you know behave and participate in in life it's just like a part of my, my myself things no, like visco girl true. and e girl and soft girl are just very very much less important versions of of identities i guess
2: like i don't start every conversation with i am apparently the only human left on earth that likes neck away for candies and i think that's, that's your, important that's that you know part of your identity me. though <laughs> but it is <laughs> i love neck away for i like neck away <laughs> so gross
1: <laughs> i never was asked to wait oh. on this debate
2: well sorry thank you there we go so gross two to one let's just like chalk. That's what Justin says. Justin says that that it's like chalk that tastes bad. So what part of it do you like? (laughs) It's chalk that tastes good. It's the taste good part that I like. Cooper loves them. Charlie pretends to because she wants to be part of the group. But she'll end up putting them all in my mouth. But Cooper loves
0: them. I'll join Charlie in on that. I'll get her some, some Smarties, some Sweet Tarts. Need
1: I remind the people listening at home that Riley likes Dots. I do like dogs.
2: Yes. You
0: what have no it? room. So does Charlie.
2: You have no room to talk. I bet Cooper would too. Maybe th- Cooper will eat anything. Maybe
1: the real lesson here is, is that it's okay that we all have different likes and dislikes and
0: we don't need to, to go to war over these things or campaign against each my, other. <laughs> my question is why has no one made a BuzzFeed quiz yet? That's which small sibling are you? I just want to know that. I want to know which one I am. You want to know which I one know. you are? I, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we know. <laughs> I don't,
2: some days it changes. I don't know. I took the McElroy brother one, and I was Justin, and that felt I got weird. Griffin.
0: Oh. I don't know if... So. I am my husband. I don't, that's weird. I mean, you've lived with him for a long time. I'm yeah. not
1: going to... I don't think I'm going to... That would be weird. I don't want to take that quiz. It was very it weird. It was weird.
2: Yeah. Uh... For anybody who is curious, I I do feel like we should mention that whether or not any of these definitions are labeled matters. Uh, we did we took that quiz before we did our live episode to find out if we were visco girls, e girls, or soft girls. Um,
0: as did Lynn mm-hmm. <laughs> and Miranda.
2: I thought it was worth mentioning that he was a visco.
0: <laughs> he girl. was a visco girl. <laughs> uh, and Charlie
1: did as well. Charlie was a soft girl.
0: Yes, that makes sense. That she is. She is very soft. <laughs>
2: I don't know. I don't know. She's she's getting harder.
0: Yeah. Um, she was Mal for Halloween. It's most people who I was gonna say most people who don't have small children or aren't children don't. Mm-hmm. Probably Maleficent's know what that means. daughter from Disney Descendants. Oh, okay. Yes.
2: If you haven't seen the films, I'm sorry you're missing out. The music is great. It, it uh, is pretty good. In the parlance of the day, it slaps. Oh God! <laughs> we have to end this episode. <laughs> Um, And happy uh, belated National Candy Day since we talked about candy. Yes. That's the other thing Twitter told me.
0: They had leftover Halloween candy in the Honors College building where we have our honors seminar every week. And one of the professors came in and said, hey, you all should help us eat this. So we took the whole bowl of it and brought it into our seminar class and finished it throughout the entire class, just the mm-hmm. eight of us. So that's how we celebrated. It's the first time I've had candy in such a long time. <laughs> Well,
2: happy candy to you all.
0: Yeah, happy candy.
2: <laughs> um, don't let quizzes define you. Unless you want to, then that's fine, that's too. That's fine. And you can take all the quizzes you want. That's great. Um, thank you, sisters. Thank you, sister. Thank you, listeners. And thank you, Maximum Fun, the network that hosts our podcasts. You should check out MaximumFun.org for lots of wonderful shows that you would enjoy. And you can tweet at us at StillBuff. And you can email us at stillbuff@maximumfun.org. And thank you to the Novellas for our theme song, "Baby, Change Your Mind." This has been
0: Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. I am a teenager. I
2: was.
1: Well, Alexis, we got big news. Uh-oh. Season one, it's done. It's over. Season two, coming at you hot. Three years after. <laughs> three <laughs> and, and a half. Season three one, and half, Technically right. almost four years. All right. And now, listen, here at Can I Pet Your Dog, the Snatch yes. It podcast, our seasons run for three and a half years. <laughs> and then in season two, we come at you with new, hot co-hosts. Named you. Hi, I'm Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have the <laughs> uh, field trip, Dog tech. Yeah. Dog news. Dog news. Celebrity guests. Oh, big shots. Will not let them talk about their resume. Nope. Only yeah, the
2: dogs.
0: Only the
1: dogs. I mean, if ever you were going to get into I Pet Your Dog. Now's the time. Get in
2: here. Every Tuesday. At MaximumFun.org. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
0: Listener supported.